Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, Connect, Learn, and Thrive ADHD Conference. This is a preview or promotion of the 2023 Annual International Conference on ADHD. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made and we'll get into the show. You've heard it from organization experts and others. If you want to get things done, you need to keep to-do lists. If all the things you need or want to accomplish keep you up at night, you might think about spending five or ten minutes before bed writing down your list for the following day. Some people prefer to start their day by creating a list. Choose whichever works best for you. To learn more about time management and ADHD, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. So we're here with Dr. Ari Tuckman, who's been a co-chair of the International Conference on ADHD for many, many years. I think it goes back six we do this program every year, um, try to, to, to run it at the beginning of October for ADHD Awareness Month to uh, promote the conference, uh, the keynote speakers, the organizations that are put it together. And so uh, we hope that you enjoy the show. Dr. Tuckman, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. And I appreciate you doing this yet again. <laughs> well, you know, I feel kind of obligated. You keep co-chairing the conference. So as long as you're doing this, I guess I'm stuck doing this. And this is what, six years now? I think it's something like that. So although I will say, actually, it's probably pretty fun talking to the keynoters. They're always pretty interesting people, yes. I think. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, just so you know, Ari Tuckman is a huge asset to the ADC community. He's kind of been a co-chair of this conference now, I think, for six or seven years. I think he's actually losing um, count. Or to count, he's got to do high math. What that means is he's got to take his shoes off so he has extra things to count them with. And he, he does a great job every <laughs> single year. And, you know, one of the things, we do a promotional show every year just like this. We try to let you know some of the uh, featured speakers to kind of give you a little bit of a preview. And we also emphasize 
you know, we want to talk about the conference. And one of the things that I always have to do the sales pitch on is when you go to these conferences, it's really, really pretty cool because you, you meet a lot of great people and you hear a lot of speakers. But I want to reemphasize the best learning is in the hallways, talking to other people at the bar and the, like the talent show, getting to know the people and even talking to some of the speakers when they're done. Most of them, when they get done speaking, they'll go out the hall and you can ask them questions until the cows come home. And while I, I want to talk about this year's conference, and I think you have a virtual side of it, but I want to emphasize the, the, the power of actually being there physically and interacting with people. So you want to comment on that for a second yourself, Dr. Tuckman? Oh, that is absolutely true. You know, we did online conference for two years, and then we were back in person last year, and it was so awesome <laughs> to be back in person. Um, to see everyone and exactly like you said, those random conversations in the hallway, um, you know, that's the stuff that makes it so great. And, you know, last year, because, of course, who knew what the world was going to be, um, what we did was we had an in-person conference and then we live streamed, you know, some of the sessions out for people who couldn't be there in person. And the thing about live streaming is it's unbelievably expensive. So, um, we're doing something a little bit different this year where we're going to have an in-person conference. We'll audio record the sessions. But then the following week, we're going to have a completely separate online conference for two days. And it's going to be all different sessions. There's no repeats. We have most speakers are not doing more than one session, so we want to give as many voices as possible the chance to kind of share what they know with the world um, the online conference allows access to people, like I said, who, you, you know, just can't get to Baltimore this year um, or, you know, for financial reasons or work or childcare or whatever. So, like, we want to make this information accessible, not just for the people who are able to show up in person. And, and so this is actually kind of interesting. So there's actually two conferences as a result of that stuff, which is actually relatively new. Which I think is kind of interesting because I understood that the number of people that submitted a request to present was actually a record this year. Is that right? We had twice the number of people submit proposals as we did last year, and we're not really sure. There's some, there was some talk that ChatGPT had something to do with at least some of them, but I don't think that was the answer for twice as many. But I think what it speaks to is people were really excited about last year's conference, and they want to be a part of the action, which is great. And this year, like, like, so, so we have we have the virtual conference and the regular conference. Any other nuances or or things that are a little bit different this year that that we could expect? <clears throat> yeah, one of the things that we did. So you know, we sent out a survey after last year's conference, and we got feedback about what people wanted. And you know, one of the things that came out really strongly was people as much as they love all the sessions, what they really want is also is time to connect and to hang out with people in the hallway to do more interactive sorts of things, more discussion groups. So that, that is the big change in terms of the in-person conference. So there's one less block of, of presentations per day. There's more time in the breaks. We have these interactive, you know, various kinds of things, you know, during the lunches. So there's a lot more chance for people to, to do things and to meet people in the in-person. 
And even for the online conference, you know, one of the things that was really awesome in the two years that we did, you know, a virtual conference was, you know, those chats were on fire, right? People were commenting on what was being said. They were kind of, you know, reinforcing it. They are asking for help. They were sharing resources, whether it's, you know, tech issues with a website or, you know, like just resources. If I'm looking for something like this, they're offering emotional support, right? Like it is an amazing community that, that we're a part of. And, you know, people treat each other well, which is really cool, especially these days. Wow. Wow. So for if you're new to this, um, the conference will be going on for a while. Luckily, there's a keynote, and we're going to be playing some excerpts of some of the keynotes this year. So there's keynotes, there's breakout sessions. Uh, one night, there's, we're still having the talent show, right? Right. We are. We're having a talent show on Friday night, and we're doing. Uh, we're following up. We're repeating last year's Saturday night end of conference dance party. So that was such that was... a hit last year <laughs> that we're doing it again. That was that was pretty wild. So there's also times where there's different times in the day where there's you'll have a like a block of time where you'll have a bunch of people that are presenting and you pick your your topic and stuff. And sometimes that's difficult because you're like oh, these are two good speakers, great topics. But there's other times where there's support groups that are meeting, and then as you said, some other stuff that's being intermittent in the process. There's book signing. There's the exhibitor hall for a lot of people bringing some information that's there. So when you go. I will tell you, it's it's. There's a lot happening. I, I, every year I leave, and my brain's just full. Like I'm kind of done. But it's it's right. It's, it's there's a lot happening. There's a lot to choose from. But the thing about it is, you don't necessarily need to get overwhelmed because you go sit and talk to people and just say, hey, what do you want? To, what's what, what what who's a good speaker? What's a good topic type of thing? And it, it, even some of the people can help you find your way through some of that stuff, which is a lot of fun. So um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So with that said. Um, Every year I always enjoy this. I always interview some of the keynotes to kind of like tip you off a little bit, kind of tease you guys a little bit. And so we wanted to kind of play some of those now. Um, So our first one is Dr. Tracy Marks. Should we just roll a tape or do you want to talk maybe about how you guys identified her as a keynote? Or you want to do that after? Sure. So, yeah, well, let me give some context. So she's a psychiatrist from Atlanta and she has a, a popular YouTube channel where she talks about sort of like mental health conditions, but in a really kind of smart, accessible, and I hate to say that I have to add this, accurate kind of a way. Um, So, you know, she kind of came up on our radar as someone who'd be a really good keynoter to talk about, you know, there's so much information out there online and on, you know, social media and whatever, about ADHD and other stuff. So, like, how do you figure out really what's good information? How do you know what to trust and what information to use? And, you know, it's such an important topic these days, and she seemed like just the person for the job. Absolutely. So we'll roll the tape, and we'll be right. We'll have some comments and so forth. So just bear with us. Go. We're here with uh, Dr. Marks, who is a featured speaker at this year's 2023 annual conference on ADHD. Uh, Dr. Marks, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So tell us about what you'll be presenting on this year. The title of my uh, talk is The Power and Peril of Online ADHD Information. Wow. And what inspired you to talk about this? Well, you know, I 
am a, an online creator, and I've been uh, creating content primarily on YouTube for about five or six years now. And over time, I've, the feedback I've gotten about how the information has helped people feel seen, understand themselves better, um, has, has, is really the energy that has kept me going producing the information. And so mm -hmm. basically this topic is about what I do or what I have been doing. That's kind of exciting. Um, myself, I'm online. I've done that stuff, and I can tell you, you know, when you're when you're out there giving information, and people are really kind of acknowledge some of the stuff that you're doing to help them. It's very, very powerful. So you're going to also talk about the advantages of the the advantages of the digital uh, world, but also some of the maybe misconceptions or disadvantages. Is that true? Yes. Now, granted, I mean that that that's the other side of really what is a double-edged sword, this being mm -hmm. information that helps people, but it can also harm when it comes to people getting misinformation or sometimes the information can be accurate but then misused and, and you can have people, everyone thinking that but they have ADHD because they have trouble focusing. And a, a downside of that is then what can really, what really is, uh, a difficult problem that people have can get trivialized as well. Everybody's got it because that you know who who can't who ha who doesn't have trouble focusing, but it's so much more yeah. than that. And so that's one of the downsides. And that that is interesting because in one sense we want to destigmatize ADHD, but also if you trivial trivialize it, it creates lots of issues. Um, because as I, people don't give it the respect that it's deserved or they don't really necessarily kind of take it seriously. So I think it's kind of it's really kind of a, a great topic. Um, any other nuggets or thoughts that you've been thinking about kind of sharing the show or, before we wrap it up, or are we good? <laughs> um, I think we're good. I still, okay. I mean, what I'm going to talk about is still in development, and um, so I'm still kind of shaping it, but, uh, but I'm excited and, and looking forward to having this opportunity to talk to people. I, I want to share this. In. You're still shaping the information. I, it's interesting how many um, other people that are getting ready for the conference, you have these ideas, and you shape the information. You kind of mold it and sculpt it as you're kind of going with different ideas. I kind of do the same thing, and so it's, it's interesting to me because I, as I bake on it through the summer and through the fall, as I get together, it kind of gets better and kind of together, so I'll be really excited with it. So um, thanks for the topic, and thanks for coming on the show to share. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. So, all right, one of the fun things about about this interview is we didn't say it, but, like, it's, it is the summertime. I know I come up with my idea at the conference, and, like, it's kind of – I give birth to it over a period of months, and I'm not really finalizing my presentation until we get a little bit closer. And I and, and haven't heard the conversation with her. It's kind of fun to see the other people out there doing the same thing. And this is – everybody, this is kind of like the behind-the-scenes type stuff that, you know – you have these ideas, and sometimes they don't really come to fruition until conference time. Now, I'm guessing you do yours way in advance. Is that right? Um, to varying degrees. I mean, sometimes I do in the sense that, like, I want to at least get kind of my slides roughed out so I know how to write my proposal. But other times I'm, you know, sort of polishing as we get closer. But there's something to be said for, like, having that time to mull it over, you know what I mean, and let it kind of ferment, and you get this good idea, and you're like, oh, I love that. i got to add that in. Yep. So 
one of the things that I didn't say there is I was at AppSard conference earlier this year, and it was kind of interesting because they were talking about they did a little bit of research on TikTok, and they said at the conference that 52% of the information about ADHD on TikTok is incorrect. 27% oh, was yeah. lived experience. So out there, about 20% was actually accurate information. And I know Dr. Marks is going to speak to some of that a little bit, but one of the things I think that is important and why she's such a good keynote is, is, the, is the notion of information and finding good information because um, there's a sea of stuff that's out there. So it's, uh, I think it's really important. I think it absolutely is. I mean, I'm very happy about the fact that TikTok and other platforms are increasing awareness in their decreasing stigma, and they're leading people to say, you know what, I don't, I'm tired of suffering with this. Maybe I don't have to suffer with it. Let me go talk to someone. That's the good side of it. The downside of it is, as you said, there's a lot of stuff that gets shared that's just plain wrong and just, at best, not that helpful. But there's also things being shared that are actually kind of harmful. So Mm -hmm. um, in telling, you know, encouraging someone to to take on an inaccurate diagnosis isn't helpful to them. So, um, So I'm really, really excited to hear what she has to say to kind of inform the discussion on this topic. I'm thrilled. So tell you what, let's go to break. Uh, When we come back, we've got some more keynotes to play for you, everybody. um, Our secret word tonight is thrive. And to sign up for the conference or learn more, I encourage you to go to chadd.org. That's children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Again, our secret word tonight is thrive. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Ari Tuckman, kind of giving a little preview of this year's international conference on ADHD and kind of give you some clips of the, of the keynotes. And um, the next like interview we have is with uh, Stephen Nelson. Tell us about how you ran across him and invited him to be a keynote this year. Yeah, I'm super excited. So Steve is half of uh, the sort of YouTube phenomenon called the piano guys. So he plays cello, his partner, John, um, plays piano, and they do sort of like, I don't know, these amazing, amazing videos that they post on YouTube where they do kind of mashups of popular songs and sort of convert them into cello and piano. They've done film videos on like the Great Wall of China and all over the world, and I mean, just really amazing stuff. They've had like, I think, three billion views or some crazy thing. So, um, 
But what happened was um, my son kind of got into the piano guys and the, he and my wife and I, we went to see them and he spoke from the stage about how he has ADHD. And I was like, Oh my God, we got to get this guy. Cause he's incredibly charismatic and he's funny and heartfelt and just exactly who you want as a keynote. So I scribbled out a note and I gave it to the merch guy at the show, and I was like, oh, I hope he gets this. And, like, a few weeks later, I get an email from him saying, I got this letter um, that you wrote. So he was all set to speak for us in 2020, and then we went online, and he said, you know what, it's just not going to be as good online. He's going to incorporate playing the cello and telling stories. And um, so I was like, ah, damn it, we've lost him. Then, you know, some months ago, he emailed me and said, you know what, I would love to come and speak for you guys. You know, can we make this work this year? And I was super psyched to get that email. So I think he's going to be fantastic. Wow, that's a great story. <laughs> Everybody, it's real scientific how they find these people. It's just you go out into the world and it kind of comes to you. So uh tell you what. Let's let's roll the tape. I'm actually kind of excited about him. He's got a real kind of fun energy, so uh, let's, uh, let's hear what he says. Here we are with Stephen Sharp Nelson, who is a featured speaker at this year's 2023 Annual Conference on ADHD. Welcome, Stephen. I am so pleased to be on this program, Jeff. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm excited that you're here. Um, it's a little bit of a teaser for uh, our listeners out there on the conference. Can you tell us about what you'll be presenting this year? I am so excited to be among my people. <laughs> this is, this is, I'm so thrilled. I really am. It's, it's one of my favorite things about performing. Um, often performers talk about this, that elated feeling uh, that is inevitable when you just dive headfirst into your passion. And in my case, that's performance. Yes, it's playing notes. But I tell you, one of my favorite things to do when I'm on stages all over the world is talk about my superpower, ADHD. When I was diagnosed with it, how it felt when I was diagnosed with it, and how when I felt broken to now how I feel about it, which is a great spiritual gift. I love seeing kids' eyes light up in the audience and afterwards when I get to talk to some of them in the meet and greet line. When I say, I'm so grateful you're part of this cool club that I get to be a part of. My, my true love in life is my family, my faith, but a third, a very close third, is the power that we all have to create. And I believe ADHD people are extremely gifted in this divine art of creativity. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about my journey, my story, who I've interacted with over the 12 years that I've been all over the world with the piano guys. And then also just the, the power of creativity and how, how ADHD can help us enact that divine uh, spark that's in all of us. Wow, I got goosebumps <laughs> right down my back. Uh, this is very, very inspirational. And um, let me when you talk about creativity, could you just tell us about what creativity means to you? Creativity is a way to be yourself, but to stretch every single part of yourself outside of your comfort zone and grab at things that make you better, and make others around you better. Creativity is, in essence, a way to serve the people around you and to lift the world. And 
I believe that it is in all of us. I believe all of us have a work to do, and we're mm-hmm. extremely gifted in order to do that. And, and that's why ADHD, when I was diagnosed and felt that I was broken and discovered that it actually was this incredible part of who I am, really catalyzed my creativity, especially when it comes to composition. You'll find in my works, and I'm going to play some of these when I speak, that uh, it, it's, uh, it's easy for me to sit down and play a piece of sheet music that's been around for hundreds of years and been played thousands of times. But what happens when I extend outside of that page, outside of the page of sheet music, and discover what is in the space between the notes, like Mozart talked about? And I have discovered wow. great joy, great joy in that space between the notes. And I have discovered also that ADHD allows us to grab at things that normally aren't in in average psyche. And I love that. Like when I was, when I was remaking a, a piece by Johann Sebastian Bach, I grabbed at things that I think perhaps that I would not have been able to grab to had it not been for my superpower of ADHD. And I want to play this piece for everybody and explain, like I've never explained before, how each aspect of this very special piece of music came about, how it makes me feel like I'm flying but also also how each aspect of it defines who I am and how I can be better each day. Wow, I absolutely love it. And I asked the question on creativity because as an ADHD coach, I, m- most people think I tell people what to do, but it's not. My job is amazingly creative. And you know, I've coached people to smell-based to-do lists before. And, like, I never knew that if you bought the right crayons, they all have a different odor in them and that's kind of based in there. And I think it's a great theme that of – of your inspiration, your story, your journey, the creativity, and how people with ADHD begin to look outside the norm to find what works for them and, and really yeah. explore some of that stuff to kind of make it happen. So I'm, I'm really kind of excited. Any other nugget you want to share before we wrap this up? Yes. The only thing that I, that I really am trying to connect with the people that I get to discuss with, and, and I have so many emails that come in from parents that feel – uh, ennobled and encouraged by conversations like this and, and conferences like Chad is putting on. And I'm grateful to your program for, for uh, the proliferation of this wonderful concept. But I truly believe that when we are engaged in the work that we are meant to do on this earth, our life's calling, our ADHD will propel us forward. And it actually will be a very critically important aspect of us completing the work that we're meant to do that only we can do and no one else can do and i believe that if we really hold adhd close to our hearts and understand that it's a part of who we are but not only a part of who we are a part of a very vital part of the work that we have to accomplish on this earth for the good of humanity for the good of those around us for the good of ourselves and our family i believe that we can find great solace comfort joy and happiness in it Stephen, there's not many people that can shut me up, but after that, I can't say anything else. So thank you so much. That's so well articulated. I cannot wait to see you at the conference. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. Sorry, I think that's the definition of being engaged in their work. <laughs> oh, my God. He is 100% in and on what he does. I mean, it's just there's this amazing charisma that just comes off of him when he's on stage. And, you know, Every year we do, you know, we have kind of three types of speakers. One is a bit more of a researcher. So Tracy is sort of, Tracy Marks is kind of our researcher. Cass Arson, who we're going to talk about next, is our kind of more clinician or kind of service provider. Steve is our lived experience, right? He's the one who's living with this. And 
we look for these folks who can, you know, obviously talk about the pain and the struggle, but at the end of it is this powerful, uplifting, motivating, send the people out, fired up, feeling good, ready to go out and do something, you know, important in the world. And there is nobody who's going to be better at that than he is. I, 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 you guys hit a home run with him. I, even before I was doing the interview, I was, I was, I was doing some prep before I started turning the record stuff on. And he, I'm like, oh my god, you, you are a bundle of inspiration and motivation. So it'll be, a, it'll be a great ending, leading into the party the last night, right? Yeah, yeah. So actually, this year, so the last couple we did this, the Saturday keynotes were at the end. We moved it back to Saturday morning so that okay. in case anyone is leaving early, they can still get to see him. So. So, yeah, so he's going to really get everybody fired up on Saturday. I feel a little bit bad for the speakers who were speaking after him on Saturday morning, but I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ari. I really appreciate that. Like, a little help yeah. for me next time. <laughs> anyway, I get to yep. anyway, We'll just, put you before. Just playing around, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to go to a break. Um, our secret word tonight is Thrive. Again, to learn more and sign up for the conference, go to chadd.org. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The TimeTimer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, TimeTimer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? <laughs> Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now... Back to Attention Talk Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Dr. Ari Tuckman talking about uh, this year's upcoming t- conference on our annual international conference on ADHD. Uh, we have one more keynote that we uh, that we interviewed that we want to play a little excerpt. Um, so before we do that, tell us a little bit how you guys uh, reached out to Cassandra. She's actually so one of our committee members, Kate Barrett, actually. Um, suggested her and reached out to her. So she is an organizer. She had a, a show on HGTV for a couple of years um, and then, um, you know, has all sorts of stuff that she's involved in. But she's someone who I think people will really relate to because, again, like she's personable. She knows her stuff like every keynote or should be. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, as she, I think she calls herself a recovering slob or something, right? So, like, <laughs> she's someone who has definitely walked the walk and knows the talk and um, is going to share, you know, kind of how she kind of – the journey that she's taken through her career and the lessons learned. And, you know, I think probably I'm going to guess there's a balance between – 
here are some good ideas of things you can do, and here are some good ideas of how to feel better about yourself, whatever it is that you're doing. Absolutely. So let's roll the tape. We'll be right back. We are here with Cassandra Arson, who is a featured speaker at this year's 2023 Annual Conference on ADHD. Hey, welcome to the show, Cassandra. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm thrilled. Um, So what will you be talking about uh, this year for your keynote? I really want to talk about how, for me, ADHD is kind of a superpower. And I think for a long time it was a burden, especially as a kid. It was something that was really a negative, destructive thing. And as I Mm -hmm. grew older and learned some coping techniques, I really found a way to kind of harness the all the amazing parts of ADHD. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, I see it as a superpower. I see it as a positive. And I I just would love to share that message. So will this be much about your personal story? Absolutely. Yes, for for sure. I mean, (laughs) I don't know how deep we're going to go into the personal story because it was a it was a rough childhood and teen years, but I think, uh, yeah, I've just I've had so much ironic success, I guess, because mm-hmm. I am now an organizing expert. And as you know, and anyone who has ADHD knows that organization is like a weakness for sure. Uh-huh. And it was always a weakness for me too. But I found a way to really create it as a strength. And now I have the ability to help millions of people with organization all over the world, which is bonkers, really. So wow. I want to talk about the whole journey of, of how I went from a really chaotic, troubled child and teen into a thriving adult. And most of that, I, I mean, I wasn't diagnosed with ADHD until I was 42. And, um, yeah, it, it's been such a wow. uh, like a weight off my shoulders just have, getting that diagnosis, trying medication yeah. for the first time. But even before that, learning the coping skills, not realizing why I was struggling, but still learning to kind of adapt my environment to catch me in the ways where I was really struggling. So you not only you went from that to finding organization as a passion doing some stuff, but you're also running your own business, right? Yes, with like employees and stuff, like a like a real grown up. <laughs> it's really crazy. From kid to grown up, oh, that's really really cool. So I'm, I'm really kind of excited about this. Um, any like small tidbits that you want to share, kind of before we wrap this, like a little bit of a teaser, like maybe a little aha or maybe a surprise to, to get them interested. I think. I mean, I don't want to get all negative, but definitely we kind of live in a society that rewards sitting still and being quiet and focusing on boring stuff, especially in school environments where that was not my jam. I was ter- I couldn't sit still and I couldn't stop singing mm-hmm. and tapping and humming. And uh, yeah, I was, I was punished for that. And so I always felt like that impulsivity, that that need to move and try new things and, and constantly like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, was really kind of like um, a character flaw. And now what I've realized as an adult is when I'm in the right environment, when I create the right environment, all of those kind of impulsive and I guess flighty but like all over the place chaotic energy can really create amazing things. Again, wow. as long as you're focusing that in positive ways. But yep. 
it, yep. it is well, 100% the reason I was able to grow my business and start so many different things and create this incredible company and following and community. It really comes down to the fact that my brain worked differently yep. and I found a way to harness the the strengths instead of always mm-hmm. focusing on trying to fix the weaknesses. What I love about what you're saying is, is people they can thrive. It's not about changing your brain, but sometimes adjusting the environment just for you to fit. So I, I'm I'm really excited about it. I, uh, I I I got me on the edge of my seat. So I, thank you so much for coming on our show, and I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you in Baltimore. Thank you very much. Another one, just incredible amount of energy, positivity, kind of excitement. Um, particularly to hear her story. This is a it's going to be a good, it's going to be a great year of keynotes. All right, you guys did good this year. I think we did. I think we really did. That you know, you can hear that passion in her voice, right? She she really believes what she's talking about. She's earned her stripes the hard way. And you know, I mean, it's not to say that ADHD is all puppies and rainbows because it isn't. But also, it doesn't have to be like a death sentence. You know that. As much as, you know, in the conference we talk about the struggles and the challenges, there's a lot of kind of hope and optimism and laughter and support and joining together. And, you know, I think all of our keynoters are really kind of bringing that message, you know, really strong. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's Dr. Hollowell who said, you know, if you get the right diagnosis and the right treatment, you really can live a fulfilling life. And I've always liked that quote because these are some examples of some people that, that have gotten the diagnosis, have gotten the treatment, got the help, and a really fulfilling life, and there's no reason the rest of our listeners can't be in there in the same place. So, all right, I think you guys did a great job this yeah. year. Um, every year you're getting a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I want you to know you're improving, yeah. like, so that's a good thing. <laughs> so, Actually, I'm um, going to share my favorite Rick, Rick Green quote. Um, so. Okay you know, Rick Green from ADD and Loving It. So he had this awesome quote where he said, I used to suffer from ADD. Now I just have it. And I think it's so on target, right? Because, like, you're always going to have it. That that part you can't really negotiate. But what you can do is learn ways to live a good life with it, right? Like, that yep. you don't have to be rid of your ADHD in order to be happy and fulfilled and have good people in your life. And, you know, I think that that's a really important message to hold on to, especially in some of those dark times. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, as always, Ari, thank you so much for coming on for this preview. I appreciate it. Yeah. That, I was psyched about these folks before. Now that I heard your interviews, I'm even more psyched to hear them, you know, to hear their full presentation. Touche, touche. See you in Baltimore. Everybody, again, chadd.org to get more information to sign up. And our secret word tonight is thrive. Take care. Everybody have a great week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.